Hey, what's going on, everybody? Hope you're doing fantastic. Today's episode, I had the chance to sit down with Daryl, Darwin, Alex, and my homegirl, Marlisa, a.k.a. Merc by a Skirt. She is a streamer. This is a dope podcast. We had a bunch of tequila, of course, and tacos. You can't have tequila without the tacos. Um, we spoke about reincarnation, you know, our generation versus the previous generation, retirement, her leaving her job to pursue her dreams, her making partner on Twitch, and, you know, using other social media like OnlyFans or fan base, especially as a streamer, uh, building PCs, what's next for her. This is a dope episode you guys are going to enjoy. Yeah. Happy LaVista. Look, I told my people I'm ready. I'm getting anxious with this music. I'm like a surgeon who can't keep his hands steady. Wonder how long till they check me. We'll probably sell out arenas and international tours for my girl is still petty. All of my new stuff is classics. Oh, wow, you ordered me yes. a Corona? Thank you. Whatever that drink oh, is, I'll take yeah, the same thing. Yeah, let me help you with that. <laughs> oh, two cars. Oh, bless your soul. <laughs> that looks good. Darwin, yes. you are... <laughs> I'm I'm man, I'm I'm what if, what if, and I haven't even started drinking yet, but what <laughs> if, like, I love the, this is going. the life we're living now is the life that flashes before our eyes when we die? I've thought that before. That's depressing. That, I mean. <laughs> Which is why deja it's vu. It's slow for a flash, though. I mean, but it yeah. is, but how can it all flash be- between your eyes? You don't know the you relative, know, like, time. Yeah, there's no time. So that means ultimately when this is done, we're just gonna die. No, so ultimately, our Time. death, well, whatever whatever yeah. causes our death is going to be the endpoint of what of this flash before our lives. So we live in our lives twice because which is why we're deja all... vu. Okay, I like that. I like that. Yeah. What can I say? Not just a pretty face. My <laughs> <laughs> brain in there. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. It's funny because I thought something completely different. I would think it's a little. And it just keeps, keeps going and over going and over again. That that's what's depressing. Yeah, yeah that's... I can't do this shit again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I reincarnate into like another being, then that's different. You know, I'm living a different life. But to live my life again, yeah, all over again. But then reincarnation nah. <laughs> is interesting as well because what if you reincarnation doesn't have a set time frame? Like you don't reincarnate forward. You could also reincarnate backwards, backwards as well. Mm-hmm. And also the number of people are increasing. So are we reincarnating as those people or are we reincarnating before those people? You know I've been watching a lot of like uh, Joe Rogan and he's big into like what comes after and he's big into like aliens and all, all that shit. Pretty much everything you're talking about. I hear a lot of different like opinions and possibilities and shit. And it's just so mind-boggling the fact that we just will never know. How does it feel to leave SAD? Oh, <sighs> child. We got straight to it. I feel renewed. I feel free. Not 100% free mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm still in. Right. But there's a certain level of freedom that comes with just being able to live your life on a daily basis and not have to report to anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I don't feel that pressure on my shoulders every day anymore about, you know, people 
trying to like watch me and see what I'm doing and like I can't I just couldn't do it no more y'all and I'm just I'm happy like there's still things that I have to like work towards in order to achieve like I guess that ultimate level of happiness and shit mm -hmm. but I felt like leaving SAD was literally like the first step to a lot of healing that I've been needing to do for myself because I feel like it was just the root of a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? So how was how was the day leading up to quitting? And then how was the day after you actually did it and you were done? Okay. <laughs> the day I decided to quit literally on a whim. Like, cause you know, when you're at the point, there's a certain, you usually leave days up to a certain point and then, you know, you leave. Yeah. But it's like, do I have the energy to sit there and wait until that time comes where, all right, all right, now I'm just burning leave days, and then I deploy. I decided to leave, mm. I'm going to say within maybe like two days up when uh, two days later I quit. Oh, shit. And how was the feeling after you quit? Mm-hmm. Was school? Oh, God, it's damn. It's too hot for that. Yo, you're, yeah. Jesus it's Christ, it's hot, hot man. Do you remember I, Alex? I, I don't. I don't. What's up, baby? Snap. Have we met before? How you doing, Alex? Marisa. You guys haven't met before? I don't think so. It's, oh, I, it's only y'all motherfuckers that I don't know that. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, I've never met. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never first time seeing this guy. I don't know. Gotcha. So, mm -hmm. how did it feel the day after you quit? The day after I quit, I felt so empowered, right? Because <laughs> I went out with a bang, right? I went out with a bang. Literally? Yeah, I started some bang? <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> I started some shit up because um, my uh, platoon sergeant at the time, um, I let him know, I'm like, listen, I'm going to quit this day. I'm going to quit Wednesday. Wednesday's going to be my last day, so put my leave in, my leave in for Wednesday. Right? And then I changed my mind because at the time I was moving, too. So I was like, you know what? Can today be my last day? Right? Again, it, we were on QRF, right? And you already know in regards to, like, the well, bodies, like, know <laughs> you know how it is, right? <laughs> Remember, I was on CP before, you know, I went back to the platoon. I got sent back to the platoon. I was on CP, so I know what's allowed. I know who can be counted for certain roving numbers. I know who can be counted for QRF numbers. Everyone can be QR QRF, okay? The Everybody. commander will be QRF if need be. Mm -hmm. Again, you want to do everything to prevent that, right? If you got to take somebody's leave day, move somebody's past day. But it's possible. I know this. I was on CP, you know? <laughs> I know this. It's funny that you say that. <laughs> this man tried to tell me. I asked him, I said, do you mind moving my last day to today, right? And then start my leave tomorrow. He's like, oh, can you do us a favor? Can you, you know, wait till Wednesday because we don't have numbers, da, 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 right? I said, okay, that's fine. I wait until the board comes out for... Tomorrow, there's three people on roving. If you're struggling for bodies, why you got three people on roving? Yeah, you're not struggling. Like so I waited purposely for them to send out the board so I could see. So I said, I hit, I hit him back up. I said, listen, you got three people on roving. I would like my leave to start tomorrow. Mm. He goes, oh, uh, the, the lieutenant can't be, the platoon leader can't be put under QRF. I said, Sergeant, you forgot I was on CP? 
Anybody can be put on the QRS. I'm not coming in tomorrow. <laughs> I wouldn't even answer that at that point. I'm not coming in tomorrow. I'm here for it. And uh, that was it. I am fucking here Damn. for it. Wait. I technically did come in the next day, but it was to drop off my vest. What you said resonated with me. Because mm-hmm. I remember, so like leading up to me leaving, uh, of course I left because I knew that there was another opportunity. Yeah. But I've always wanted to leave. Mm-hmm. But I just remember when I left, when I finally submitted everything and I went mm-hmm. home, it was it, it was the best feeling I've ever I'm had. I'm telling you. And I think the next it's nothing day, like it. I didn't even say bye. I just mm-hmm. left all the group chats. <laughs> And it, it was just such a refreshing feeling. And um, after leaving, like, after like a week it kicked in, I was like, damn, uh-huh. I, I'm not getting those guaranteed paychecks I get every two weeks. Uh-huh. And it was kind of like a scary feeling, but it yeah. felt good. Mm-hmm. Like, being broke but happy. And that is my new motto. <laughs> I'd rather be broke, broke happy. and happy. Because at the end of the day, no matter how much money we made on S. Nobody, nobody our age is making six racks a month. And that's after taxes. Easy True. money, after yeah. taxes. True. Unless they're like a genius and they didn't tech or whatever. Like this is possible. Mm-hmm. But people like us who come from the backgrounds that we do, they're not making that money, you know? So for us to be able to be strong enough to leave that hold they had on us, like that says something about us. Because at the end of the day, we're dreamers you know as long as i've known you like you're a dreamer type person you 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 want to chase your dreams you want to do what you want to do and be happy like there's people like my mom again who grew up in a time where you just had to work 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 you know you having kids dumb early but that was normal back then yeah you know my mom she you know she has four kids um so she didn't there was no chase her dream I don't even know what her dream is to this day. If she ever had this big goal of hers that she wanted to do. I don't know. Because all she's ever done was just work, 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 take care of her kids, and that was it. My mom was just, she was not happy about any of the decisions I made this year. (laughs) She was not happy. I told her I wanted to quit, she was not happy. I told her I was gonna rent my house out and move back in, she was not happy. She, it's not the fact that me coming back home was what made her unhappy. It was the fact that I was quitting my job and losing out on all this money when I had a house to take care of. Mm. But she doesn't understand. I'm like, Mom, I'm renting it out for more than what my mortgage is. My mortgage is going to get paid. Don't worry about it. It's all my other bills that, you know, I'll figure out. But my mortgage is getting paid, you know, and that's what the important thing is. Um, So she was just like not happy about anything. And it's understandable because if you think about what they went through when they were growing up and when they were having their children, there was no, like I said before, there was no chasing your dream. It was making sure there's food on the table to feed your kids and you going to work the next day. All right. Yeah. Doing that for 20 plus years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And realistically, our parents' generation, they worked more than 20 years. They didn't Mm -hmm. retire at 41. Mm -mm. And went on a boat cruise for the rest of their lives. They no, it was not My mom's that. in her 60s still working. My mom is almost mm-hmm. 30 years in her job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's crazy. My you know. mom is actually retiring this year, finally. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, she turned 62, no, she turned 63 in October, and then that's when she's going to put in for t- retirement, so hopefully, like, around December, everything would be good, and she could retire. 
you know what too is that their generation didn't have access to the knowledge that we have now oh my like, god we could yeah. go on youtube and learn whatever we want mm -hmm. i know for my mom's retirement she she didn't know anything about yeah. it she just knew that she was putting it for retirement mm -hmm. but when she finally retired and got her check she realized that she only put in for 10 years because mm. it was somewhere you had to enroll and stuff like yeah. that so she only had 10 years worth of retirement that she got paid for wow and that was a huge pay cut compared to how much she would have mm -hmm. got. Our generation, we acknowledge the fact that you can be a dreamer and live out your dreams. Like, you don't have to work a nine to five, but so mm -hmm. many people settle for it. Yeah. Like, I know people on SAD. It breaks my heart every time I have the conversation with people on SAD, where they apply for every state job mm -hmm. or every city job just to get something. Yep. And Damn, like, I'm one of are those people. I currently work a city job. But is that a city job that you want to? Is that what you're passionate about? Yeah, medical, EMT. So okay, that's well, different. that's different, you know. But people do it because it's security. Yeah. You're getting guaranteed oh, money. Oh, this is definitely You're getting benefits. Yeah, it may not be a lot of money, but, you know, it's something. And you're getting benefits. And it's like you're working, you're slaving for benefits that you're not going to be able to enjoy until you're old. True. And then it's like, what's the point? Are you going to be able to travel like and do the things you wanted to do when you were younger? Because you're going to be older. Right. Your body's going to deteriorate, you know? And that's medical bills. Exactly. you got to pay for, all those added expenses. Mm -hmm. Cost of living always goes up. Yeah. So it's like, Inflation. why not? We need. It's like we need to teach ourselves to live on less so that we can focus on achieving our goals and, achieving, and living our dreams and then learning to profit from it. Yeah. You know? Cause one, you could, I'll be, I don't care, I'll be broke this year. But knowing the opportunities that I'm getting with streaming, who knows where I'm gonna be next year, mm -hmm. the year after that. So I don't care, I'll take the L. I've been, I've been homeless, living in shelters. I could be broke, you know. Mm -hmm. But doing, being broke, but knowing that you have the potential to just, I don't, I can't even imagine what could happen for me if I continue the, the the path that I'm going. It's gonna be amazing and I know that. I just gotta get there, I just gotta be patient and be broke for a little bit, that's fine. You know, Convention endorsements. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. Speaking of that too, like I feel like your path isn't a path that a lot of people take. Mm -hmm. Like you took the leap. You was like, you know what? I took a leap, I'm bro. gonna stream full time to a point where you even said, I'm not deploying because I wanna pursue this. This is mm -hmm. what I'm passionate about. Yeah. How has that been? Okay. Um. It was tough. It was really hard because my, my uh, let's say, five-year plan included the money I would get from deployment. So the plans that I was making for next year involved me having about 60 racks in my account, at least, right? So when I got that opportunity, when I seen that email, um, so for you guys that don't know, uh, Call of Duty is flying me out to LA to pretty much test their new game, and I'm gonna be able to stream. The one coming out in September, yeah. is it? Yeah, and uh -huh. Modern Warfare, but as well as Warzone 2, because they're making a brand new Warzone from scratch. Wait, wait, real quick, uh, uh, yeah. segue. Is this new Modern Warfare, is it a remake or a remaster? It's, I think it's, a, I, think it's a, I think it's just a remake. I think it's a remake. It's not going to be exactly the same in regards to like the maps and stuff, no but I think it's just going to, yeah. Uh, but, um... That was a minor stuff. 
yeah. fucking cheated. <laughs> but so, let me tell y'all how, how uh, I guess my version of God is, right? Let me tell you how God is. We, we, our day to leave is September 15th, right? Mm-hmm. I get this email saying, hey, this is confidential, you know, but we would like to invite you to Los Angeles for this event. They started going into detail. September 15th. <laughs> September 15th, the same exact Wait, day. they didn't have you do like an NDA or anything like that, right? Uh, there's certain things I can't talk about. Okay, so all right, yeah. good. Can you talk about this? Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. I already, the, um, I forgot the, their name for it. Oh, the embargo, I guess. Oh, yeah, it, the it lifted, um, yeah. Pretty much whenever, when did I make the announcement on Twitter? Probably like, it was a few weeks ago, maybe like three weeks ago. And I made the announcement that we were getting um, flown out and stuff. So there's certain things I can talk about, like, in general, but yeah. I can't go into details of what that day is, what pretty much what that day is going to look like until it happens. And then, you know, you guys can see if you watch the stream and stuff. But, um, but yeah, so September 15th was the day. And I was just like, like, damn, really? <laughs> of all days, the same exact day. And I really had to sit there and think to myself, like, okay, now, this could be the opportunity of a lifetime because, one, the biggest creators that you look up to, they're going to be there. You're going to be in the same room with these people. Mm-hmm. The connections you can make is it's just endless, right? And you're getting to play a game before the rest of the world gets to even touch it, gets to even look at it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, for a gamer, that's, like, that's insane. Uh, it's a dream you know? come true, yeah. Yeah. And it's something that I've been, I've worked like two years now two and change that i've been streaming and i've been working hard this whole time trying to you know uh expand my brand and make connections without seem like without it seeming like i'm clout chasing because people love calling people clout chasers in the gaming community boy when realistic at the end when realistically we all have to make connections you know what I'm saying? That's how any job is. That's how any career is. If you want to progress, you got to make connections. You got to meet people. You got to talk to people. That's how it is. But when you give fame to people who are young, 19 years old, 20 years old, that they only care about that cool shit. No, like this is how business is at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? So pretty much the opportunities that I would get if I was to go, it was just, it would, it could possibly be life changing for me. Right. So I think to myself, and I'm like, listen, okay, I could either go on this deployment, get a couple dollars in my pocket, all right? Because right? I already have my benefits already. I got my loan. I got all this stuff. I don't, I don't need nothing else the deployment could give me besides money. I could do that and possibly never get this opportunity again, or I could, I could I go the on this. Yeah. Carpe yeah. diem. Mm-hmm. I see it. All right. And like I said before, I am a dreamer. I am a person that believes in myself. And I know for a fact, and I knew this two years ago when I started streaming to one viewer, I knew I could do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, we all got to start somewhere. So, uh, You're going to see that zero one I'm, day, you know? I'm interested about the, uh, the one viewer thing. Mm-hmm. Like, is it always the same person? Um... I was I was part of uh, the one, one of your stream when you first started, yeah, first started. and I had like a huge conversation with uh, someone we used to know as well. Um, he was on SAD with us. Uh-huh. Oh, um, his name is Blaze. 
Yes. I'm a newbish coral. In my stream to this day, yeah. and I met him for the first time when I, when I transferred to 369. So when you make it big, This whole you time that he's been supporting me from the beginning, because so I was. Gamer? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> like hardcore, <laughs> like Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Oh, mm -hmm. I played tournaments <laughs> and all that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah. What you started on? Which one? Um, Modern Warfare 2. Coincidentally, look, oh, the one that we made everything comes back. I'm telling you, everything comes back. It's so actually you know how we met, met too. We met oh, yeah? Modern Warfare 2. Yo, look at God. <laughs> <laughs> look at God. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Interesting. They need to sponsor the podcast episode. Cut the track. Cut the track. Cut the track. Cut the track. But yeah, man, I, that shit is it's my oh, life right now, and I. Mhm. Mm so, yeah, like I said, like I I knew I could do it. It was just a matter of time and energy, and like how badly I wanted it. How was those conversations like? Telling people like, hey, I know that because when people think of deployments, they think about it as an opportunity mm -hmm. of a lifetime. They're yeah, like, you better go. Mm -hmm. How was those conversations with people where you're like, I don't want to go because this other opportunity came mm -hmm. up? This is what shocked me the most. Um, if you think of leadership today, they're all older, right? They all don't really know the magnitude in which gaming has become. Mm -hmm. They they don't realize the esports is it's like a billion dollar. Really? Yes. Yeah. There's a yes. isn't there an army esports team? Yeah, there is. Mm -hmm. so, we, can, we can talk about that after. So I don't get how they couldn't realize that. Well, I, because they, no, they send out emails regularly. Though. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They do. So but like they have to be somewhat aware. I of think it. you mean like local leadership doesn't understand it. No, no I'm talking about like like any any any, any older person. Yeah. Not even I, not even leadership. That's any older person like right. our parents, grandparents. Yeah. You try to tell them. Hey, I'm playing video games that people watch me and I make money off of it. They won't even be able to fucking find yeah, what the hell. 100%. They just gonna look at us as like, playing video fuck? games and being lazy. They don't realize this shit Especially is Especially like now. prior conversation when we were talking about our parents and their worth yeah, exactly. ethics. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's mind boggling. So, yeah. So, um, the first conversation I had was obviously with uh, Valo. I told him. And then he said, listen, you know. Remember, he was at uh, the Corrections Academy. Mm -hmm. So he was like, talk to Master Sergeant Ponce, which was my section leader. And I was so nervous, right? Because mind you, I love them. When I transferred there, my section, I told you before, my section is legit. I love every single one of them. They are great people. I would have been chilling if I deployed. Um, and, he, and Master Sergeant Ponce was great. And so I text him and I was like, listen, you know, are you available for a conversation? And, uh, we ended up talking the next the next day, and I said, "Listen, um, you know, I know you're aware of what I do in my spare time. You know, mm -hmm. I, I am a streamer, and this is something I've been working hard for. And I just got provided an insane opportunity, and but it would involve me not going on this deployment. And the fact that like he heard me out, and he was just so understanding and supportive. Like I thought I would have to like." Break the shit down, <laughs> like I thought I would have to beg, you know. Yeah. And this man, he was just like, "Yo, that's actually insane. What you could, you know, the type of change that you could bring to your community." Because again, in the gaming community, you know, women are very scarce. Oh, very. Black <laughs> women, you know, scarce women of it. color are even more scarce. So it's like he understood. I know of like one. 
aside from that's what I'm saying you know so it's like um, so he understood more in that aspect the change that I can make for other people and to inspire other people so yeah so he was he completely supported it he understood he was like all right this is what we're gonna do this is before we went to 18 and he said I'm gonna give the heads up to Sergeant Major and Mahario um, and when we get to AT, we'll talk about it. And I was like, all right, say less. I get to AT, boom. You know, that's something hot, yo. Like, he did, he did more, like, but he's dope. He's, he's actually a pretty dope person. Um, so he pulls me aside. He's like, listen, like, explain to me what's going on, right? Because I guess, you know, he heard it from Master Sergeant Ponce, but I guess he just, he didn't, he still didn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> so he was like, explain to me what's going on here, you know? And I pretty much just had the same conversation with him. I told him what the opportunity meant to me and how hard I've worked for it. And um, he was another one that was just like, you know what? I respect it, you know? And I told him, I was honest with him. I said, the passion that I once had for the military is, it's not there anymore. So I, if I plan on getting out next year, I have to start planning for my future on the civilian side. Right. And right now, this could be the thing yeah. that, you know. T- Sets up your <laughs> Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm ECS the next June. I'm on the timeline. Like, I'm on the deadline, you know. So he was like, all right, boom. Write me a letter explaining everything you just said to me. And then I'm going to take it higher. But I wrote the letter, sent it to him the next day. Sergeant Major uh, Moss, mm. he came next. Mind you, I'm at the range, right? My face is red as shit. I'm fucked up. I've been at the range all day. And he pulls up on me. And he has the same conversation. I got to explain to him. This is what this means to me. Da, 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 da. And he's trying to give me the whole spiel. So I'm B, I've known you for so long. You're going to do this to me. You're going to do this to me. Like, you're good. You're good. You know, we want you here. And I'm just like, sorry, Major. I'm, so, I'm sorry, but I can't. <laughs> like, I can't. I cannot pass this up, you know? So I think he, he felt obligated to try to convince me, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he never didn't want to. Like, yeah. he knew I was still going to give him the same answer, but at least he tried, you know? Gave him the same answer, and he was. He said, "Okay, you know, like I support you." Da da da. I'm currently trying to get partnered on Twitch, right? Mm-hmm. And in order to get partnered on Twitch, you got to average 75 viewers on your stream throughout a month. Now, if I, te- I'm doing test streams, right? If I'm playing one game, and it's only bringing me in maybe like 25 viewers, and I need to be averaging as much as possible. And mm-hmm. Warzone, I'm averaging 50. That means I can't be streaming Minecraft because if I'm trying to grind for partner, right. I got to get as many viewers as possible every single time in order to hit that threshold of 75, then I can apply. But if I'm sitting here playing games that nobody that nobody cares about and I'm getting half my viewership, it's going to fuck me up. So is it so much that nobody cares about it or more that you're not streaming to the right audience? Yeah. That. Exactly that. Because you have to pull those, right? Right. But when you build your community based off a certain game... You can't just switch up. Right. You do... Don't get me wrong. You get a handful of people that are super loyal that will watch you play anything. Mm -hmm. Like, I have a group of people that became, like, good friends of mine that will watch me play anything. They don't give a fuck. But the majority of people, if you get your community based off a certain game, it's not going to translate most of the time. So you can't have both is what you're saying? No matter like how successful you are? 
I think that it also depends. I'd like, like to think you I guess can. what level of success yeah, you got. The level of success you have, like Nick Marks, right? Yeah. Nick Marks played Warzone, came from Warzone. This man started grinding Apex, like, was it last year, I think? Yeah. Not sure. Maybe. But he, he got so sick of Warzone, he got sick of the hacker situation, he got sick of it, it was, he didn't want to play no more. He started grinding Apex to the point where, like, you know, he started playing tournaments, and even to this day, he's still involved with Apex. But everybody loves Nick Merck so much that he, he, he was pulling in 50K viewers playing Warzone. Apex, he probably was pulling in 30K. It's still 30K people. So it's less than the 50K he's probably used to. Mm -hmm. But well, over 30. time, yeah, he started with the 30K, but then over time, you start pulling in the Apex community. And, and now that. you're seeing the same the same numbers. So yeah, you have I mean, to build like a platform first, and then you, you can transition yeah. with other because things. Because you have that power. You Twitch is paying him to stream on, the, on their platform. We don't have that benefit, right? So he getting his bread regardless of who comes to his stream or not. Right. Or who decides to subscribe to him. I mean... He getting his bread. 30K isn't like an embarrassing number either. No, that's though. what I'm saying yeah, too. But again, he's at that level where people love him, like no matter what he plays. He just built that brand for himself and people fuck with him. Where hey? like his personality, it's, it's, like it mm -hmm. just goes with... Yeah. There's a dude I watch. He has no arm, no leg. Oh, and he, I know, I don't know his name though. Yeah, I don't know. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I know what you're talking no about. No arms or legs? No, nothing. No, he, he plays with his mouth. Arms with his mouth. Pause. Yeah, you know, I hear stuff like that, mm -hmm. and it makes me think of like people who complain uh -huh. about life. <laughs> and it's like, bro. There's all these people that got it worse. Yeah, it could be so much worse. Mm hmm. That dude is killing it, bro. Yeah. Killing it. That makes me think of uh, the girl who was, she only, she doesn't have any arms, but she can drive. Mm. You, you tell me about her? Yeah. And like, she, she makes TikToks about like a day in her life? Yeah. Mm. Hmm. That's another question too. I noticed that, uh, I think when you first started, you yeah. were big on YouTube and Instagram. And then it looked like you transitioned to mm -hmm. TikTok. Yeah. Why the transition? Okay. Like you said, how was the transition or like? So, so yeah, I started mainly on Instagram and YouTube, right? Then I discovered Twitch and I was like, okay, I'm going to try the live streaming thing, right? So the more I started to grow on Twitch, the less uh, involved with YouTube I got. I kind of, I literally slacked so bad. Like I will always admit that. I slacked on YouTube so bad to the point where I grew on Twitch exponentially and YouTube was just sitting all the way down here, you know? But that's something I, it was just like, all right, I'll put the time in whenever I get the time. Mm. But TikTok became a thing and then I didn't join TikTok immediately. I didn't have it for my personal use. I didn't have anything. I Once I started streaming, then I was like, okay, well, people, I'm People are posting their TikToks like on Twitter as well. I'm seeing TikToks everywhere now. So let me make a Twitter, uh, TikTok. The, the discoverability that comes with TikTok is insane. It's, it's insane. I believe it. It doesn't even matter how many followers you have. Somebody's going to see your shit. And if they like it, they're going to like, they're going to comment. They're going to like it. And then it's going to cause more people to... The algorithm is and now all of a sudden you yeah. got a video that just pulled in 50k views and you went from zero followers to fucking 567 followers 
off of that one video, you know? Mm -hmm. So I guess once I understood, understood the potential to grow, mm -hmm. like faster, TikTok became a must. Like you gotta have success. And it doesn't even matter what type of content you do. It does not only have to be gaming. Any any content you do, you need a tic you need TikTok because you're holding yourself back if you're not utilizing that platform. So I agree with that. So TikTok mm -hmm. above like anything. TikTok above all else. Yeah, I think Damn. TikTok. Is that YouTube am I am I the only one here that doesn't have a TikTok? Alex, do you have a TikTok? Yo, okay. You want to know something about TikTok? No. It's invasive. Yeah. <laughs> TikTok yeah, knows so, you. Uh, I feel like I feel like TikTok is the friend yeah, that you didn't know you wanted. Yeah. But it's a friend you didn't know you wanted. Yeah. I don't even know if it's friend. Maybe like I don't know. It's like a relationship. Maybe like they know everything about you. Mm -hmm. I think TikTok is the future for a long period of time. I think what TikTok is right now is what Instagram was to Facebook. Where mm -hmm. people are just so used to Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok is that new platform that surpassed Instagram. And now Instagram is for people of our generation. It's just like the generation before us, like Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I get what you're saying, but I think two things can happen at the same time also. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm not saying your point is wrong, but I'm not saying his point is wrong either. Hmm. I can see it. I don't know. The way y'all are well, making it sound, it sounds way too dangerous. Not too much power. I listen. It's all about self-control. Yeah. Self-control. Yeah. Now, um, I think it's like out of all the top like 50 songs mm -hmm. that's trending right now, like 48 of them or something like that is from TikTok. Yep. Where mm -hmm. if your song is trending yep. on TikTok, you, you made got a top it. hit. You made it. Yep. And you can't take the route where. I think this is also what separates creators from like consumers because consumers let's say like you guys right mm -hmm. you you're not using TikTok to benefit like a brand or something right you're just using it like for entertainment well we're not using TikTok okay <laughs> All right, so let's see a, a random consumer right mm. they're using it for their own just to provide themselves with entertainment because they're bored right right creators are taking advantage of TikTok and using it to benefit their brand because they know the it's so easy to grow on TikTok that you you could become a celebrity from being a nobody just like with that, a, right? a video. Yep. You know, so it's like I definitely understand that point um, being the reason why you don't want to use it. But from the um, for people who are content creators, you're definitely holding yourself back if you don't use it. Yeah. You know? Right. And me like personally, if I wasn't streaming, I would not be on TikTok. Because I didn't when it when it started, I, I fought not to be on TikTok. I said I'm not using this dumb shit. Mm -hmm. And right. then I've seen it. You know. Now I have two questions. What was mm -hmm. that uh, the the name of the streaming service I put? Fanbase. Fan have you heard fan of Fanbase? Fanbase. Is it like a better version of OnlyFans? Nah. Yes. <laughs> I think I've heard of it. Fanbase uh, is created by, I forget what he is. Uh, he's like the son of some famous R&B uh, singer from the Motown Records. Okay. Um, it's essentially every content platform yeah. that you can think of combined mm -hmm. into one. Like okay. it has all, I would say, the best attributes of yeah, all of them. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That do look good. It is. Yeah. Yeah. 
Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Yes, Thank you. Yes, yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I think. So I stopped using uh, fan base. I I don't think it's where it needs to be, but I think in the future, it's like for a content creator. I think mm -hmm. it's worth pursuing. Okay. I'll I'll definitely do my research and yeah, it has, see if it could you know. It has like all. It's pretty much every like content platform rolled yeah. into one in a sense. And with that being said, what about OnlyFans? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now. Technically, you can use OnlyFans for any type of content. Is the right? stigma too bad? But it's just, right. Now, it depends because I know a lot of women creators in the COD community that also um, sell that content, uh, sexual content on OnlyFans. That's their business. They are happy with it. I'm happy with it. That's what you want to do? Cool. But it depends on the, the brand you're trying to build, right? I'm trying to build a fucking family-friendly brand, da 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 da. So, I can't be caught with an OnlyFans because at the end of the day, Call of Duty's not gonna work with, not gonna want to work with creators that, that have, OnlyFans. yeah, right. because they're selling their games to to children, you know. So, if you look at, I know a lot of uh, women creators in the Call of Duty scene, but a lot of them won't get the same opportunities that I'm getting because of the fact that they have an OnlyFans. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of <clears throat> a lot of creators, especially when you're starting, you don't really think about yeah. the longevity. You uh -huh. think about the money because mm -hmm. the money is exactly what you need. Mm -hmm. So it's oh. easy to be like, you know what? I'm gonna create OnlyFans. You good? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, brain freeze. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that cold. <laughs> but I, I could see it, and I think yeah. it does mess up a lot of people in the long run. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people who make OnlyFans and sell sexual content. Yeah. But they don't want to. It's kind of like a necessity. Mm -hmm. It's like, yo. And, but then that's when, like, it fucks with you as a person. Like, is that something you're, if you're proud of it, do that shit. Make your bread. <laughs> but, like, Don't do it if it gets to, to the point where you're selling yourself and it's not even making you, like, it, it's making you uncomfortable, like, why do it anymore? So, essentially, you you're saying, quit SAD. I got a question. I got a question for all y'all. Don't go to the walk of fame. Like, don't go to that area where, where you see, like, all the stars have uh -huh. their, like, names and shit on the floor. Yeah. That place is terrible. I, I, I've been to, I went to L.A. last year for champs, uh, the championship. For oh, okay. So I went for, I went for a few days. And it was definitely not what I expected. Right. Just because of the fact that. Los Angeles is supposed to be this place that, like, Beverly Hills, not yes. on all that. That's yes. what we think of, and then we go, and it's just like New York City. Yeah, it's like, I've never, I never been there, but I heard. I yeah, heard it's, it's bad. Yeah. The homelessness is terrible. Crazy. Any, anywhere you drive, you know, they got the, what's, what's it called when you drive under, like? The underpass? Yeah. Underpasses, you see the entire they have like a whole it, community. A whole community, just yeah. homeless people, yeah, with their tents and shit, like, it's bad. So, like, I have no idea. Like, w like the rare times when I do on go on social media and I see like all these stars mm -hmm. getting their names like on the floor and stuff like that. I'm like, where the fuck is that? Because mm -hmm. that is not there. Cause That's I, probably well, it's it's media. You can make it look like whatever you want. Yeah. To look like. Okay, I guess. Like, mm -hmm. if you corner off that area, you can 
Okay. Know, clean it and make sure make sure it's ready to go. It's like us, like when leadership is coming tomorrow, we're gonna make sure this place is squeaky clean. So we're gonna go crazy, we're gonna clean it up and have it ready and you know, it's, it's this big ass illusion as if it was always like that when really, no it's not. True. We just cleaned it because your dumb ass was coming. Do have a state of emergency over there in LA? In LA? Yeah. For, for what exactly? The robberies and all that stuff? Honestly, I don't know. I don't I know they did They did have a state of emergency over there for that, right? The, the cops was telling people not to visit LA. Authorities mm. was telling people not to visit LA because of all the robberies. I even know that shit. Yeah. I every time uh, I hear I lay my ass in the hotel. Yeah, I just hear forest fires. That's it. <laughs> every time, it's, it's only nice. you can the forest fires. Fire, right? uh, all the the robberies and stuff. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Break break ins and all that. Yeah, I'm just about to convert to PC. I might as well. Everyone's doing That's it. Sure. Well, uh, I think the last game I played was uh, brparadox.com. <laughs> You can place your orders. I will probably build it for you. <laughs> you know what? Put my, put my name in the note when you make the order. And then be I, like, got I want Merc by Skirt, aka Marlisa, to build my PC. The only issue is I have no idea what anything about PC is at all. Oh, you don't. You know that's what? the thing. You don't have to know. Hold on. Before you explain that, just just for yeah. the podcast, what, yeah, yeah. what's your you're tagging all of that? What's your social oh, media? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Follow me on my socials. Merk by a skirt. M three R K D by a skirt. Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, um, TikTok, everywhere, everything. That's it. If you want some uh, premium content. <laughs> <laughs> Warzone content. Right. Thank you. Thank Not you. only fans related content. <laughs> Family friendly content. You know. That is but, the best stuff. But yeah. Like, That's where you can find me. <laughs> they be like premium yeah, content. Huh? I'm about to I was thinking about doing an OnlyFans, you know, be like a hands and feet model. Yo, I thought about doing feet. Just take pictures of your girls' feet. No. Yo, I, I had this whole thing like, you know, you pour like honey on it and it's like all sticky and then like the Cheetos fingers. Oh my gosh. I had like a whole market going on, but you know. You can make I mean, hey, nothing's up here. Listen. Try it as you want to go. your heart. You know what I'm saying? Right. Whatever your heart decides, just go for it. That's my motto. I don't know. I gotta I gotta learn to love social media. I don't know if y'all know this, but I don't go on social media like, mm. nah. It's, it, it's, it's, it's toxic. Mm -hmm. I, I, before I even thought about streaming, I deleted everything. I don't know if you remember, I deleted my Instagram, Facebook. You did ghost for a while. Yeah. When I was Why with, when I was with. Why did you go ghost? Because I didn't, um, I just didn't want social media. It, it's literally as simple as that. Like I saw that I was spending so much time on it just scrolling like a fucking zombie and i was just like what is, what good is this doing for me it wasn't it's not doing anything what about like the implement implementation it had like on relationships like social media um that's the thing it didn't affect my relationship because you know at the time he was living with me we were together all the time we didn't go out you know what i'm saying so no, we would go to work and then we were home so it's like it honestly didn't have any effect on our relationship just because we were always together i guess mm -hmm. we weren't really on our phones when we were like maybe like before bed we would scroll or something right. 
So I was like, what the fuck is the point of having it? Like, you know. It's not because, um, I know some people think it was because, like, uh, we were going through it or some shit like that. I just, I just didn't want it anymore. Yeah. I feel like there's kind of like a freedom to not having social media. Yes, it is. I'm about to go and alone. The hiatus. only reason I'm on social media now is because of streaming. If it wasn't for streaming, I would not have anything. You know, to be honest, I think the same way, too. Like, I mm -hmm. think the only reason why I'm on social media now is because of the branding. Yeah. But there's times where I feel like it's overwhelming. And mm -hmm. so, like, I think this past few days I haven't posted or anything yeah. like that. And I just feel like you need those breaks. You do. Absolutely. Like, it's just like, you know, fuck social media. Mm -hmm. Because, bro, like, when I tell you, I could be in bed, right? Let's say I just woke up, right? First thing I'm doing is I'm grabbing my phone and I'm going on TikTok. Next thing I know, it's three hours later and I haven't done shit. Oh my God. <laughs> Not even brush my teeth. Yo, I've just been in bed scrolling and it's like, what the f what fuck am I doing? Y'all keep saying this about that's three, yeah, that's three hours. I could have been streaming, I could have been editing, um, editing clips from like my stream from yesterday, posting my clips on TikTok. I could have been doing something productive, but no, my ass is in bed. Scrolling on TikTok, laughing at other people's shit that's not making me money. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm. I looked at my TikTok. It's dangerous. TikTok is dangerous. TikTok is Yeah, I think I'm gonna stay. I think I won't install it at all. Yeah. I never had no. it. Same. But you know, the, the same way that people are so addicted to TikTok is the same way, like as you said earlier, yeah. like the, uh, the availability to blow up on TikTok is crazy. It's crazy. Like, all you got to do is post a video that people would like. Like, oh, shit, I like that. Mm -hmm. And the next thing you know, you have fucking 10.4K followers and likes and stuff like that because of that one video. Mm -hmm. It's because it's addictive. Like, I remember one day I was like, I'm staying in the crib. And at the end of the day, I checked my screen time and I spent like 12 hours on TikTok. And it, it's not like just 12 hours straight. Yeah. It's like, uh, whatever, I'm going to go shower. I'm chilling. I'm watching a, a Netflix. I'm like, you know what? Let me see, check TikTok. Mm -hmm. Hours pass. And oh it's, it's God, fucking TikTok. Is... It's bad. It's really bad. That's so why I think TikTok just, is replacing Netflix, yeah. um, Instagram. Mm -hmm. hey, I, I don't know if you guys know this too, but Instagram, I'm barely, like, I've been trying to be more um, interactive with Instagram. But once I got on TikTok and Twitter, why not? yo, Twitter is, you need Twitter. Because there's a, there was, Twitter is how I even got to where I am now. It's because of Twitter. I don't understand like, Twitter the business, all. The business aspect, the business aspect of like any type of content creation, bro, the fact, and I wish I knew this earlier, but you need Twitter. Like I try, I created a Twitter mm -hmm. and I was like trying, I was like, all right, let me see what this is about. Yeah. And I don't know, I just couldn't. Yeah, no, I'm telling that. you. I, I, I heard. Twitter is basically is the social media porn. That um, is it, yeah, there's a lot of yeah, there's, yeah, there's Twitter porn. porn. But in regards to a lot, if you look at a lot of businesses nowadays, a lot of them use Twitter, Twitter. as a communication, uh, as a way of communicating and reaching out, looking for new, let's say, looking for new talent or or whatever. Like. It's Twitter. I, that, yeah. I think Trump right. made Twitter. All the connections I made was from Twitter. I think Trump made hmm. Twitter pretty popular. That's a good point. I've mm -hmm. always been like kind of against Twitter, but I think it's because I didn't really try Twitter. Yeah, you have to. But I think you're right, mm -hmm. and it's like the platform where you can talk to people directly. Yeah. So I think that's why Trump thrives on Twitter. People. So, yeah. so would you say like out of all the social media platforms? Uh, aside from TikTok, of course, like mm -hmm. Twitter would be like yes, absolutely 100 percent the most. 
like preferred in terms of mm -hmm. like ta like tackling everything like and content interaction like it covers all the social media like bases not necessarily content itself like i'm not put my clips from let's say if i streamed earlier and i want to get a good clip and post it on tiktok or whatever I'm not posting it on Twitter. Yeah, you'll post Bye. it. Bye. Take care. You'll post it on like <laughs> Twitch because that's more of like in the demographic area. That's where like most people will be going yeah, to look for it. Right. Goal, but Twitter <laughs> is goals. is more of a communication thing in regards to making like connections on the business side of it. Right. If 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 I go on Twitter right now. She needs a no. shot. No, I don't. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm good. We're, we're all good. We're kind of yeah, just hanging out. Thank you. Um, the business aspect, I could, there's a girl named Shanice, and she works for Activision, which, you know, makes Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. um, and she's pretty much, what she does is, she's like the, I guess, in charge of like the influencer side of like Call of Duty, which involves content creators. Right. You know, so that's... Like the community, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that was... It's like our primary way of like reaching out to people and her finding people to work, new people to work with. And because she's already... A, so many people follow her that are streamers and stuff that let's say I tag you. I mean, I, I retweet something that you created or whatever whatever content it may be if she fucks with it right she gonna be like oh this might be a creator i want to work with in the future or i think will be a good addition to the call of duty content side of things mm -hmm. she'll follow you and then she'll be like yo you know would you like to partner with us you know da, da, da. so on the business aspect twitter it has become the norm it has and i didn't know that i did not know that i've I don't really know much about the, like, video game side of it, but yeah. I've heard, like, on the news, they compare it to, like, the town square, like, back in the mm -hmm. old days. It's, like, where people go to talk yeah. about whatever. Yeah. And you, you meet people, and you know, it's like you never know, like, who who shares the same mindset you do, and then what what could come up, what could come from that. should probably reactivate Man. my Twitter. It's, trust me, it's, it's good. It's good. So I got a question. Um, mm -hmm. What's next? So what's next for me? Uh, we're gonna go to this event in September. We're gonna hopefully blow up from this and gain lots of supporters, lots of new supporters. Um, I'm sure you will make new connections, meet people that I looked up to since I started streaming. Um, so that's the the near future. The near future for right? me. Yeah. Just getting to September and making sure. You know, I get through that event. I don't get sick beforehand, and then I miss it because my dumb ass caught COVID. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I want to make sure I'm good. Um, so that's what's next for me in the near future. In the next year, I would say, um, hopefully I'm partnered with Twitch by then. Hopefully I'm making a lot more money from streaming where I could consider, you know, going back to full-time streaming and not working at all, you know. Is that E3? Huh? that E3? No, no. It's, a, it's Call of Duty specific. Oh. It's like their own event that they're oh. doing. What advice do you have for people who's trying to pursue their dreams, whether it's a podcast, not podcasting, whether it's a streamer or just someone out there who's doing something that's against the yeah. grain? What advice would you have for them? Um, I would have to say 
don't listen to anyone who doesn't like understand, right? If you believe in what you want to do and you feel like it's what's going to be the thing to separate you from your average Joe doing a nine to five and you creating a business for yourself, if you feel like this is what's going to work for you and you believe in it, do it. Sacrifice whatever you got to sacrifice because at the end of the day, if it doesn't work out, at least you could say you tried. There's no harm in that because you could literally live your life like, yo, I could have did this and you're going to be miserable because like, yo, I had the chance to do this and I did. And now look at me. 60 years old, you know, well, what I, you know what I'm saying? Bored, you know? Mm-hmm. So at least try. Try your very best. But if you try, you got to put your 100, put a 100 in it. Look look what I sacrificed. I moved out of a freaking four-bedroom home so that I could leave my job. I was living a dream. I miss my house to this day. And it's like, I'm back up under my mom in a tiny-ass apartment. But at the end of the day, I did it because... I wanted to pursue my dream. And sacrificing that shit temporarily is gonna make it worth it in the long run. So take that out. Take that out. Cause it's not gonna it's not gonna be forever. You know? Because if you put the work you're supposed to put into it, you'll get the outcome that you want. Next and then the money's gonna get. flow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's this? Next time you gotta put it in the <laughs> For podcast purposes, he gave me his card, his business card for his movie company. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I want to build on that because I, you said there was people who were not supportive. Yeah. But I've found that since I've been telling people that I'm over like SAD and I'm ready to leave and that, that I'm planning on it, I'm working on it, yeah. a lot of people have been trying to be supportive of me staying. And I feel like that's something you got to watch out for as well. Yeah. Because, yeah, because they, they're thinking, they have a realist mindset. They're like, you're making good money. You need to be smart and keep this money. I don't think it's an envy thing. I think it's a... Like, in my situation, at least. Maybe in your situation, mm-hmm. I can see it being an envy thing. But I think it's, you know, I'm a likable person sometimes, apparently. Uh, so, it's like, you know, just like worrying for you. Like, hey, what are you going to do outside of that? But, yeah. I think people look at life from their own lens. So, somebody's mm-hmm. like, like, damn, this is all I got. So, I can't tell him to leave because what would I do in his situation? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's what separates us. They're just worried about paying the bills and making this money, right? And again, they're not wrong for it. It's how we were built. But you got to be the outsider. You got to be the different one to be like, listen, yeah, I'm making this money, but I'm not happy. Yeah. Am I okay with losing a certain amount of dollars to put my happiness first? And I was absolutely okay with that. I'm fucking broke. I actually have to pay attention when I'm... Oh, I'm, I'm getting an Uber Eats today. Let me see, you know, can I do that today? Mm. I, I got to do that shit, yeah. And when I was working at SAD, I didn't have to do that shit. I was spending money left and right, still paying my bills. But I had all that, and I was not happy. I was crying all the time. Yo, it's, it's so funny that you say that, because mm-hmm. uh, 
I had like a one-on-one -on -one conversation with mom because mom couldn't understand why I wanted to leave the job so yeah. early. And you know, mom, she wants me to deploy, mm -hmm. come back, go back to the job mm -hmm. and work there 20 years. And I keep telling her I'm not going back. Yeah. And uh, I, had, I was like, mom, like I finally disclosed how much money I made to mom. Cause mm -hmm. I never shared it with anybody. Yeah. So I told her, she looked at me like, the fuck, you leaving that? And I'm like, ma, I get it. Like, yeah. SAD brought me an opportunity where like the trip to Hawaii, mm -hmm. like I thought about going and I booked the ticket that day. Yeah. There's not a lot of jobs to afford you the opportunity to do stuff like nah, that. Not at all. But you got to pick your happiness first. You don't need to include alimony, child support, or separation yeah. maintenance. So. And that is so important because it's like, that's how you stop yourself from just becoming like a fucking robot. Yes. You know? Is there any final words you'd like to say? Yeah, just what I've been saying, you know? Make that sacrifice. Do what's best for you. Live your dream. That's it. That's it. And one last time, what's your uh, social media uh, links if you look for me? Merkbasker on Twitter, Instagram, yada, yada, yada. M3RKD. It's a weird spelling. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, that was Marlisa the Teflon <laughs> Dog. That's it. That's it. I can't with y'all. I'll be back. I'll be back. That's it. These days I'm the clutch. Love big girls with a truck. Type of girls to curve everything on the right turn except for us. Bank accounts going nuts. Showing up. Hey, what's going on? I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Um, if you got anything from it, if it resonated with you, if you think that a friend, family, coworker, whoever would resonate with this podcast, just send it to them. That's all I ask. I don't do sponsors. I doubt I'm going to do sponsors in the future. So this podcast only spreads. It only grows from word of mouth and from sharing. So if you don't get any value from this, fuck it. Don't share it. That's fine. If you do, all I ask is that you share it with somebody. Also, if you have any idea of topics for the podcast, maybe you want to be on the podcast. We can do virtual now. So we could just set up two, you know, mics, phone conversation or whatever. We could podcast. Go to levicity.com. There is a section on the top where you click the tabs where you click contact us. You click contact us. You put your first, last name, an email and your message. Your message could be, hey, I want to talk about uh, Michael Jackson's thriller or, hey, I would like to be on a podcast. Here's my information. Whatever it is, hit us up. Let us know. Hope you have a fantastic day, man.